Hello, what is happening? Welcome to Sometimes the Old Man is Right. It is the inaugural episode, the premiere episode, the number one episode, however you want to put it, of Sometimes the Old Man is Right with your host, Lamont Ferguson. That's me. I'm Lamont Ferguson. I will be playing the role of the old man. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in and uh, whatever it is you do on a podcast. Do you tune in? Do you do you download? I don't. I don't really know. I have decided to make my foray. I, I think that's the right word. My entrance into the podcast realm, uh, because I thought that they could use one more. Uh, that's really the only reason I thought that there could be one more because a million is not enough. A million and one. Now you've got something. So this is it. This is uh, my entry into this world. We'll see how it goes. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't really know what I'm doing. I, I tried to do some research to see what you should do and what you shouldn't do. And it seems that there really are no rules. Most of the tips are have a good microphone and be yourself. That's pretty much everything that I saw. So the show's title is uh, Sometimes the Old Man is Right. I'll go ahead and explain that because sometimes the old man is right. Here, Here's the deal. A lot of times we give no merit or credence to old people when they bring up a point if they're comparing times. In my day it was like this, blah, blah, blah. And we dismiss them immediately because they're old. Hey, you're old, you're out of touch, go to bed. That's pretty much what we say to them. And no one gives their point any merit. And my thought is that if you actually consider some of the points, sometimes the old man is right. Or old woman, old person, whatever it is. I don't want to jump into this arena and then start being exclusionary. I don't even know if that's the right conjugation. But I want to be inclusive to everyone. I happen to be a man, therefore the title is Sometimes the Old Man is Right. Is that is that cool? Can we be there? Here's the odd thing. We don't really know what is old. I am 56 years old. And that, to me, is old. And to, I would say, a lot of the population is old. Yet, to other people, there are people that are older than me. They exist. It's not like I'm the oldest person on the planet. There are people that are older than me. Those people are out there. So I, I think the old has to do with the relative to you because to a teenager, 30 is old. All I know is that uh, time is cruel because I was taking a survey earlier today and I had to check that box with the age on it. And I realize I only have two blocks left. There are only two blocks left for me to check. 
Like, there's no look. There's seven blocks total. It goes like 18 to 24, 24, 34, 30, yeah, that type of deal. Uh, there's seven. When you start out, seven. I'm up to five. I only have two. I don't know what happens. But I, I feel bad that I only have two blocks left. What I will be doing on this particular podcast, see, I'll probably be doing everything wrong. That's one of the things I know for a fact is that I'll probably be doing everything wrong, including what is happening right now. I'm sure that'll be wrong. But I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm going to learn as I go. It's baby steps. We'll see what happens. I'm probably doing all of this wrong. For the initial episode, I don't know if you're supposed to just start like the topic is you just go, but I'm I'm kind of giving an intro on the first episode as to who I am and what I'll be talking about. I think that makes sense, but I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's wrong. I don't I I don't know. The whole thing is a case of me not knowing what I'm doing. I'm old going into this. 56 jumping on a podcast. What one of my nuts? It makes no sense, 56, jumping into this. But here I am. It's what I do. So for those of you who do not know, I am a comedian by trade. I've got a lot of slashes in the title. Comedian, writer, producer. I guess actor at some times, very rarely. I auditioned for the uh, pilot of Moesha. The pilot, remember the pilot of Moesha. That's how I auditioned for that. And I walked into that audition and told the casting director, I don't know why I'm here. I'm the worst actor in show business. So as I've gotten older, I've gotten a little more comfortable with acting. But uh, so I'll throw that into the slashes. But that is what I do. I've done it for quite a while. And on this particular show, I will talk about a wide range of things pop culture. Uh, current events. I'll comment on a lot of those things that go on. I said the you know pop culture that I know, current events that I know, sports. I'm big on sports. Uh, I like baseball. My favorite team is the Padres. It's a long story. Well, later on we'll get into the whole idea as to how I became a Padre fan. Uh, so I will talk a little bit about that from time to time. Big on basketball. Big Lakers fan, so that that may have lose people right away. Maybe you shouldn't reveal what your fandom is. I don't, I don't know. Look, I'm going to make mistakes. I'm telling you this right now. That's why I'm doing the intro on the first episode because this may not be something you want to tune into. Then you get sucked in down the road and go, "What? Why am I still here?" It's much like I'm watching Marvel's Runaways right now. And I should get out. I don't know why I'm still watching. It's Marvel by name, but it doesn't coincide with the MCU. Yet, I'm stuck in season two on episode three. And I feel like I'm in too far to turn back. So I'm trying to help you, the listener, that maybe maybe this ain't for you. Maybe maybe it's not. Maybe it is. I don't know. Like I said, it may be bad. Uh, but I will learn and I will get better. 
or at least that's the hope, that's the idea. Look, when Jimmy Fallon took over The Tonight Show, I started watching him. It was unwatchable. Absolutely unwatchable. And then I gave him a few weeks and I tuned back in. I'm like, oh no, Jimmy's gotten better. Because I like Jimmy. I wanted him to be good. So maybe you like me. Hey, I like Lamont. But his show, I don't, I don't know what's happening. Well, give it a break for a little bit. Check in a little later. See what I'm up to. See if I've improved. Or not. I don't know. It's up to you. So pop culture will cover current events, sports. I told you the Padres, baseball, playoffs are about to start soon. The NBA is about to start up soon, so that'll be exciting. Uh, I'll be talking about things that bother me, which at this stage of my life, and pretty much anyone's life, it's pretty much everything. Everything. Bothered by everything. Bothered is the setting. That, that That's a good title. Bothered is the setting. No, I'm, sti- I'm sticking with sometimes the old man is right. Because sometimes the old man is right. But bothered is my setting. When I wake up every day, I'm about a 4.5. And as I go through the day, everything that I encounter becomes a red or blue bomb defusal situation. Red or blue wire. Which one are we cutting? We need to defuse this bomb to get it back to 4.5 or under. So those will be some of the things. Social commentary, there'll be a lot of social commentary. I'm going to tell you that right now. It's, it'll be a lot. Political, probably not so much. I don't stand either way. Uh, nor independent. I, common sense is how I kind of look at it. I think uh, you got your 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 liberals and your conservatives. Both have some valid points. Both have some crazy points. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see how some of those things work out as far as things. And then there'll just be some silliness that goes on. So that is the the wide array of topics that I will be discussing on this podcast. Again, sometimes the old man is right. I guess some social commentary will go ahead and start. Uh, this Nicki Minaj thing is still around. I, I don't mean that she's still around. I mean that whole vaccine tweeting thing that she did where she heard from someone is a friend of her cousin. I don't know. I've heard many stories on this. That That's the problem with social media. Oh, look at Here we go. We're off already. We're off already with an old man complaining about stuff. The problem is that you can't verify. It's like a horrible telephone game where you can never end the game and go, all right, well, this was what was originally said. Like, you can't find that. You just stuck with your own truth and reality of what the person who told you said, and you never get to the bottom of it. So you know the story. Nicki Minaj, she's she's fighting the backlash that the uh, Trinidad Minister of Health got on her because she made a comment about the vaccine saying that she heard that a friend of her cousin took the vaccine and 
either his testicles swelled up or he was unable to impregnate his girlfriend, wife, partner. I've heard two separate stories. I don't know which one it is. But uh, they took the time to chastise her, and then everybody jumped on it, which everyone should jump on it for crying out loud. You should be more responsible when you have a platform like that than just spreading nonsense. But then again, I don't know why anybody is thinking that Nicki Minaj is the voice of reason. She has 22 million followers. 22 million followers. And uh, some of them even took to protest. They went out and protested the CDC on her behalf. I don't know if she wanted that. I doubt that she wanted that. Uh, but yeah, that she's become their their confederate statue that's what they'll build to her as a monument to Nicki Minaj for the anti-vax anti-mask people they finally found a follower of substance I guess to follow she'll be the in, in history she'll be known as the Christmas addicts of this particular cause I don't even know if that's the right analogy but I, I don't understand why we're following rappers. I mean, that seems to be the thing. I don't know who you should follow. I mean, as an old man, I should say your parents. That's really who you should follow. Uh, parents, grandparents, you know, people that see on a regular basis, not Nicki Minaj. But uh, who knows? I don't know. It was odd because she got into a, a beef with Joy Reid from MSNBC where she fired back at her calling Joy Reid a coon, which I thought was a bit much. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that may have been a bit much, a bit extra defensive on that. You, you followed up with a haymaker when you really could have just used a jab if you wanted to. It also is the default for that. It's not necessarily surprising. This is a weird thing because now I'm going to talk about race for a second. Uh, I'm a black man, in case you don't know and you can't see the picture. But that is the default for the the infighting, is that if you're educated or uh, you speak proper English, I don't know if that even is the right word. I don't want to necessarily take a side on this, but... I'm going to say proper English that you get in your black or any other minority. You get called whatever the uh, offensive derogatory term is for that minority set. Coon is for the black people. Sell out Uncle Tom because you're acting white, which is ridiculous because that tells me that you're saying that proper English and correct enunciation is only indigenous to the white man. And how dumb does that sound? I go to a, this is how I've spoken my entire life. It, I went to Canada and I was prepared for somebody to say something like that. And a guy said to me, you sound American. And I went, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, I am. Yes, I am American, which 
is exactly what you sound like. But that idea of Joy Reid as a coon is a bit much. And I would expect more. I don't even know if I'd expect more from her passing on a rumor of my cousin's friend's testicles swole up. But I know I would expect more from her as a 38-year-old woman of color to drop the coon reference on another black woman. That I expected more. 38... I have to keep pushing the bar back as far as people saying that, uh, you know, well, 50's the new 30 and, you know, all this other stuff. I think that 50 is the new adult from what I've seen. Because I'd have thought at 38 you'd have had more sense than this. But apparently I was wrong. I thought 38 would be, hey, time to mature, time to slow down, time to sometimes admit that I'm wrong. That's what happens with maturity. You say, hey, I, you know what? I was wrong on that. There's nothing wrong with that. We, we kind of look at it. I thought at one point it was revered. I thought it was respected. Hey, that person can admit when they're wrong. I thought that was a good thing because nobody's always right. But I don't think that that happens now at 38. Maybe 48. Maybe 48 is the new maturity level for people in America. So that's that. I'll move along from that. There'll be some race talk in this show as well. I will try my best, because I am a comedian, and I see things differently, and I will try to make it as humorous as I possibly can. I'll try to make it as intelligent as I possibly can. And uh, just, like I said, to make you think, make you laugh, give you a little break. I think that a lot of people, I'm going to use this as therapy is what it is. I'm talking to you guys. I don't even know if you guys are there, but uh, at some point, one of you will say time's up, and then I'll leave and make an appointment for next week. I think that's how it works. So the other things... Uh, this weekend is my uh, youngest daughter's birthday. She is uh, eight. She will be eight years old. You can do the math as to my age and her age, and then you can judge accordingly. I don't care. I can take it. That's fine. I didn't know what she wanted. I know she wanted to go to uh, Universal Studios, which is what we'll be doing. We'll be taking her to Universal Studios because that's what she asked for. She asked to go to Universal Studios. I can make that happen. Universal Studios it is. I also thought, well, maybe I'll just get her a gift as well, something else. She has plenty of toys. There are so many toys, you don't know what to do with all the toys. You have no idea. We could throw toys away. And she'll never say, hey, what happened to that toy? There's just a lot of stuff. She ends up with a lot. But I didn't know what to get her. So I plug into Amazon. You know, that's the one-stop shopping spot. Amazon. I go into Amazon. Pretty soon it's going to be just like, what's the movie with Will Fair? Everything is awesome. Is that the Lego movie? Is that? I don't know what it is. Yeah, I think it is a Lego movie where everything is one place. 
And that's pretty much where we're headed, is that everything is one place. So everything is Amazon. It's like when you say, go get me a Kleenex, and you know that that is the brand name. That's not the name of the actual thing, the item. That's what it'll be like. Like, like a Coke is everything. Like if you go in the South and you say a Coke, and they go, what kind of Coke? That's what it'll be. That's what Amazon is about four months from becoming. So I go on the Amazon and uh, plug in gifts or toys for eight-year-old girls. And it comes up, everything is makeup. Everything is makeup. Every item, hey, here's a makeup set. Here's another makeup set. Here's another makeup set. Okay, uh, I don't, and this may be just old fogeyism. See, this, I'm going to say that sometimes the old man is right, which is exactly sometimes, not all the time, just sometimes. And this may be one of the times where I'm just old. I just could be old. But I, I, is there a rush that we need the eight-year-olds in makeup? Is there a rush to get them all? Have we not learned anything from the John Benet Ramsey case? Have we not learned a thing that maybe slow down? Maybe you know life is quick as it is. Any parent out there knows it's a uh, cliche about saying, "Oh, the kids grow up too fast." Well, it's it's because it's the truth. You. Close your eyes, you open your eyes, and oh my goodness, this kid is now in high school. So I don't see why at eight that we got to be dolling her up in makeup. Here, we got to get you practicing. You got to make sure that at eight that you got to look better or at least look different than what you are right now. I don't, maybe this is a feminist thing. Maybe this is the feminist in me saying that I, I find the natural beauty more appealing. I understand makeup, and at times, yeah, I get it. But at eight, we're indoctrinating girls to believe that, yes, you need this. This is what you need. you got to practice. you got to get dolled up. There's a standard of beauty, and you're already behind. <laughs> is that, that what we're doing? So, that was one of the choices. That's not what I got. I broke a rule. I got her slime. Unicorn slime, because she loves unicorns. And she loves slime. And I, I, as many parents, hate slime. And hate the inventors of slime. And, oh, if I could have a face-to-face with slime inventors... Only one of us would walk out, and it wouldn't be the people that invented slime. That's a dream I have. But that's for another day. But as all parents, we, it's everywhere. It sticks to the floor. It sticks to the carpet. They love it. It's a horrible invention. But it's her birthday. I'll break a rule. I'll get her the slime. She'll be very excited. She may be more excited about the slime than going to Universal Studios because she will be able to still have slime. You only go to Universal Studios and then it's over. 
slime she will continue to have. One of the other things I saw on there that they was listed in that uh, list of gifts or toys for eight-year-olds, eight-year-old girls, was a soap-making kit. A, a soap-making kit. Is, is this for the Amish? Who is making soap? And you thought that's a good idea? Or I actually think it's a great idea uh, for kids. But do you think the kids would be enthusiastic about it? Oh, my goodness. Thank you. You got me a kit to make my own soap. Oh, I can't wait to use this. So I should have gotten her the soap kit because I'm very curious as to how many soap kits they've sold. I was I originally said is this for the Amish, but why would they be on the internet? I mean, really, that I just talked myself out of that whole premise doesn't even work. They wouldn't be on the internet. They aren't shopping at Amazon Prime unless they're unless they're selling it. I don't know. Send your Amish notes to me. At sometimes the old man is right. I got to set up an email for it and get everything all set. But that will be it. That is your introduction to sometimes the old man is right. You can make your own decision as to whether or not this is something for you or something for people that you know. Every Friday, I will drop another episode in an effort to improve. Things will change. Format may change. Music may change. I, will I have guests? I don't know. We'll see. That seems to be a thing on podcasts is to have guests. I don't know. We'll see. But until then, you have a great week. And uh, I'll be here. I'll be putting together some research for next week. And remember that, you know, old people have their opinion. Yes, they are old and they may be out of touch. But sometimes the old man is right. I will see you next week.